on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. You're probably sick of hearing about RTE and seeing it on the front pages, but we have to reflect what's on the front pages and RTE for the 14th, 15th day in a row was on the front of pretty much every newspaper this morning. This uh, is really about Marty Morrissey and Renault on the front pages today. So we'll begin with the Herald, Renault More Freebies. Incoming RT Director General Kevin Backhurst has pledged to introduce a strict register of interests for the broadcaster's top earners. Then you go to the Irish Diddy Mirror, the Marty Carty. Marty Morrissey has apologised after admitting he was the RT star who used a free Renault car for five years and he's apologised for what he says was his error of judgment. Uh, The Irish Sun wins headline of the morning, I think. Marty's drive for five. Morrissey gives back free car he got five years ago. Marty Morrissey motored around in a free loaned Renault for five years. He came clean after news of the undeclared car emerged this week. He's now handed back the wheels, according to the Irish Sun. The Irish Daily Mail, Marty car returned day after Tuberty pay revelations. This is about kind of the confusion over when the Renault was handed back. So uh, two days ago, we heard from Adrian Lynch, who's the uh, Deputy Director General of RTE, saying that the car was handed back on Tuesday. Marty was saying it was handed back on the 23rd of June. Now, the 23rd of June was the day after the revelations of Ryan Tuberty being overpaid were revealed. Uh, and the confusion seems to be that Marty handed back the car on the 23rd of June, but management only heard about it this week. But the mail says uh, Marty Morrissey handed back a car on loan to him for close to six years the day after the Ryan Tuberty payment scandal broke. It's the latest revelation on day 15 of the controversy engulfing RTE. Uh, the mail also says that confusion reigns over Marty Morrissey's link to a second car company, BMW, telling the Irish Daily Mail that Mr Morrissey was a paying customer. However, the Mail says that captions accompanying images online called him a brand ambassador. Either way, by the way, Marty Morrissey is doing the commentary this weekend of uh, GA matches as well. And finally, the Irish Daily Star goes with There Won't Be a Car Milked Tonight, which is also a good headline. RT legend Marty Morrissey has pleaded for understanding after coming out as the star who milked a free ride in a Renault car for five years. Now, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but first of all, I would have assumed Marty Morrissey would have an RTE car because the man does a lot more travelling than some of the executives who drive in from Dublin 4 into Donnybrook a couple of days a week when they're not working from home. Like Marty Morrissey travels the length and breadth of the country, even from a marketing point of view, probably a good idea to put him in an RTE sport Jeep, I would have assumed, uh, but obviously not. But also we heard last night uh, of more. I mean, we're hearing about a drip feed of information. It took prime time being on at half nine last night to tell us that RTE actually spent 22 grand more than we knew about on these Renault events for Ryan Tuberty because they spent 22 grand on set design where they seem to have built a mini Late Late Show set in three car showrooms. So it cost 22 grand more. So obviously all of this boils down to trust and that's what the Irish Independent is going with this morning. A new RTE boss to get tough on freebies for Star. Kevin Backhurst pledging to introduce a strict register 
of interests. So presenters will have to declare their business interests they have outside their work with RTE. And the Irish Examiner goes with RTE must restore public trust. A photograph of Kevin Backhurst being swarmed by media outside a government department yesterday. And he starts work on Monday. What a day to start your new job. I mean, talk about easing yourself in, trying to overhaul culture and rebuild public trust in a semi-state organisation ain't going to be easy. The other big story in the front of the Irish Examiner will raise a lot of eyebrows. Videos have been posted online showing teenagers hot-wiring cars and driving them at speed in apparent tributes to a teenager who was killed in Cork last weekend. The videos were published on TikTok and Snapchat the same day that the funeral was held and the teenager was buried and now Gardaí obviously investigating this new social media trend of teenagers hot-wiring cars, driving at speed, driving at other cars to scare them or whatever. Frightening story in the front of the examiner, but there have been a number of incidents and cars stolen in the Cork City Garda division in the last 24 to 48 hours, apparently. The Irish Times says that the... Uh, Government watchdog on the budget. This is the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, which the government are supposed to listen to. Sometimes they don't, though. Well, anyway, IFAC is criticising the government's budget plan in a series of tweets. They're strongly criticising the government's plan to breach its own spending rules in the upcoming budget, claiming it repeats a pattern and undermines the credibility of the coalition. So they have spending rules for the budget. They broke those rules uh, this week. Uh, or sorry, this last year, and they're going to break the rules again this year, I think. So uh, basically, IFAC has tweeted criticising the government's plans to exceed the spending rules, and IFAC says this repeats a pattern and undermines the credibility of the government's plans and the spending rule itself. Others will say rules are there to be broken. Now, if you're a fan of a burger, there's good news in the sun today, because burgers can be part of a healthy diet, and so can cheese. It gives the all clear for us to enjoy a cheeseburger during barbecue season, especially if we have it with fresh salad. Now, that's my downfall because I don't want the salad. I do want the red meat burger, though, with the cheese. Previous studies have linked processed meat with cancer, heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Latest research shows modest amounts of unprocessed red meat and full-fat dairy have no bearing on your health as long as the rest of your diet is good. So they're not guilty pleasures anymore. You can have the burger, you can have the cheese, you can even have full-fat milk and full-fat yoghurt as well. If you're wondering what the top song of the year is, well, the Herald tells us that Miley Cyrus's chart-topping hit Flowers is the biggest song of the year so far. It racked up 10 weeks at number one earlier this year and it's the most streamed and most downloaded song of the year so far. We also heard that it's led to a surge in women buying flowers for themselves because it's all about female empowerment and you don't need a man to buy your buy your flowers for you or anything like that. So it's a huge hit. Flowers is the biggest week, uh, also claimed the biggest week of any track in 2023, racking up 126,000 chart units during its second week at the top of the charts. And the song is so popular that it now equals the 10-week chart-topping runs of Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You and Rihanna's awful song Umbrella, which you may 
remember led to that horrific rain that we had back in 2007. So fair play, Miley Cyrus, a huge hit, huge on streaming, also huge on radio as well. It's always on when you listen to music radio as well. Final story comes from the eye, and this is about parents trying to get their children to play the games that they played when they were younger. Apparently more than half of parents have tried to introduce their children to games that they used to play, but a quarter of children... Uh, don't really use their imaginations as much as they did when their parents were young. According to research from Argos, these are the traditional childhood games that are falling by the wayside most quickly. In number one position is Cribbage, which I've never heard of. In second is Grandmother's Footsteps, which I've never heard of either. In third is Yahtzee, which I've never heard of. Uh, In fourth is Sardines, have heard of that. Fifth is Cat's Cradle. Sixth is a game of Risk. In seventh, it's Building a Treehouse. Eighth is Capturing the Flag. Uh, Ninth is Bulldog. Now, that used to be banned in schools. Uh, That was huge when I was growing up, but then loads of schools brought in a ban on it because it's kind of dangerous. And in tenth position, the games that children don't play anymore is Trivial Pursuit. So parents are trying their best to get their children to play these games. Unfortunately, though, the kids themselves say they're bored and they're not using their imaginations much, presumably because they've all these video games and social media and all that stuff. But certainly interesting. Glad to see Building a Treehouse is still there though because that's a real memory for a lot of people anyway if you've any childhood memories or games that you think should be brought back you can whatsapp us 087 1400 106 those are the stories making the headlines in this morning's papers on 106 to 108 fm and newstalk.com this this is newstalk 